Hello friends, my name is James Hawkins Jones, and as always I'm joined by my good friends Brian Castiglione and Anthony Alessino, as well as my younger brother, Jack Hawkins Jones. On this show we're all about parlays, overs, unders, spreads, and money lines. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Parlay Welcome back to the Parlevo Podcast, everybody. Quick right off the top, apologize, no show on Tuesday. Your boy was feeling a little sicky-wicky, so didn't want to have everyone come over, get anyone else sick, fuck up anyone's week. So we're just going to kind of throw everything together, streamline it for you today. Also, no video. There'll still be a YouTube post. It'll just be the logo behind the audio. No video because we have no Alessino, no Jack. Alessino, once again, he's racking up absences left and right, this guy, and Jack's right behind him. <laughs> Jack, what are, yeah, they're both not here. Whatever. So it's me and Brian. Right off the bat, before we get into anything, this is how I would have opened Tuesday's show, Monday Night Football. This has got almost nothing to do with the fact that I had money on the game. Mm-hmm. I have been playing, watching, learning, understanding the game of American football for 23 years. I need someone to explain it to me like I am five years old. Why you go for two down by one with four minutes and 33 seconds left. Yeah. Kansas City has all of their timeouts still. And oh, by the way, Harrison Bucker's still hurt. Kickers already missed a field goal. Also, weren't they on their own 40, if I remember correctly? What do you mean? You're talking about the Raiders at the end of the game. No? I'm talking about when they went for two. Not. I'll get oh, to that. Oh, oh. I'll get to that. Gotcha. Okay. So this, keep going. I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about I, we're when talking they're about down by seven, yes. score okay. a touchdown, go for two. I can understand that if there's less than a minute left, the team has one or no timeouts, and you just want to say, let's go for the fucking win because yeah. we're playing the Chiefs. I cannot understand it where the game clock and the game situation where it is, like I said, 433, mm-hmm. all three timeouts left. Not to mention, for the most part, your defense has been beating the shit out of these guys all yeah. game. And the kicker, like, tie the game, play defense, dare that kicker to beat you. Yeah. Yeah. Then we get the ball back. Right. Yes, then we get the ball back. And now they're right around mid, yeah, on their side of midfield. Yeah. The 40 to the 50, yeah. somewhere like that. Third and one, we go deep. Devontae makes a great catch, fantastic catch. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw the replay, I was like, oh, no. That's a catch, but yeah. they're not going to call it a right. catch. Like. They're calling that a bobble, but I feel like he was just securing it in one hand. Yeah, Neither I, I thought it there. was a catch. That's ticky-tacky semantics. I saw As soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, his foot comes up and he, he moves that ball from two hands to one. They're going to call that no, no possession. Then fourth and one comes, and yeah. we throw another fucking deep ball, and these two guys run into each other, yeah. which I don't understand how that even happens at the professional level. Um. I just don't I don't understand the play call there. Why don't you have at least a man in the flats? Dude, it's 2-2-1. You go trips left, slant, slant, you know, and keep, slant to I the would outside. I keep it on the flat, no? Yeah. Because when these saying. two guys run together, at least you have a guy underneath coming in front of you where you're like, all right, I'll just dump it here and get this first down. At like a basic high school level when you're talking about a route tree mm-hmm. and all the routes have numbers and everything is even, is to the middle of the field, everything that's odd is to the outside of the field. Right. So twos are slants to the inside, a one is a slant to the outside or a flat route. Why is the like, trips left, slant, slant, flat, and you fought one of the three of those guys is getting picked open. Yeah. Throw the fucking ball. Josh Jacobs is a ball of knives and fucking right. bricks, dude. Yeah. 
Well, that's what they, I didn't get. I thought it was a run. I thought it was a QB sneak, hands down. Other we were coming out and just going right for it. But and then as soon as they throw the ball, I'm like, well, this is over. Um, followed up with the Devontae Adams thing. Yeah. I saw an angle that was much close. It was like right I behind him. You yeah. saw the angle. I'm oh, it's like out. the side of the corner. It's like right tunnel. behind his left shoulder. When they're coming, like the tunnel's like here. And it's yeah. like, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yep. Looked way less bad than that other angle that everyone saw right away looked. Yeah. Guy filed police charges. Well, you knew that was going to happen. We're just going to settle this out of court, right? Like This is going to be a fact check for my man, and we're going to settle out of court. NFL might suspend him for a game if he winds up. Because he got fine. charged. That's fine but... if he gets suspended, but there's like the minimum penalty for this in the state of... Las Vegas? Were they in Vegas? No, they were no, in... No, they were in Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. State of Missouri in the city of Kansas City. Um, minimum charge, minimum uh, penalty is like a fine, a pretty mm-hmm. hefty fine. Maximum penalty is somewhere like a hundred and something days in jail. Too. Yeah, I don't think he's going. That's to what jail. I'm saying. Yeah, like this is not going to court. Probably just write a fat check and be the end of it. Right. After I saw that, I was ready to rip him apart like Stephen A. did and everyone else. Like, come on, dude, you can't do that. Like, you see the second angle; it's much more clear. Yeah. That it was he didn't see the guy coming. You know. And I could get it. He should be frustrated because right. he should have caught that You know that what? Ball. He did the right thing. At least he came out. He said he immediately apologized. It wasn't like a he shouldn't have gotten in my way sort of thing. It was a, you know, I just want to apologize. And, you know, right. not that it makes it any better. You know, definitely should react better in that sort of situation. But at least he's showing some sort of remorse and not. Yeah, maybe not. This has been happening to me all week, dude. Oh. The fake sneeze. Oh. If I, I might sneeze throughout the show because right. I'm still coming on the tail end of it. But I'm going to hold the mic away. I'm going to do my thing. Yeah, I, the whole, I was very disappointed. Now, on top of every, all of that, I parlayed the over with the Raiders money line. Okay. And then I also live took the Raiders when they, the Raiders were up, dude, like 14, nothing or 17, seven. Okay. And they were still plus two something on the live line. And yeah, I was like, cause they probably figure it's the you're Chiefs. You're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. I'm going to smash this. Yeah. So it was like, I don't even know how I would say it. In unit. It was fucking eight to one odds, basically. Yeah. And let's just say I laid a triple digit wager. Yeah. You know? It's tough. So it was a rough one. And then I fucking got up, left Emily's, drove home in silence, went to sleep. <laughs> like, I had only the Raiders money line and uh, a Darren Wall anytime. But my man, happen. bench guy was uh, in street yeah. clothes by halftime. Yeah, it's... I don't know what's going on with that. He had a groin or a hamstring or a calf. Is, yeah. One of those three. I can't remember. Because that's, I think, honestly, by the time I got the game on, because I didn't have it on from the, I think there was, I literally turned it on one snap and then the Devontae passed the first touchdown of the game. Gotcha. So I think Waller was already not on the field at that point. So I didn't see what happened to him. I didn't. He I know came he off, hurt, but... went back on, came off, and then he was in a hoodie and sweatpants in the second half. Jets Giants. Yeah. Jets Giants. It's a wonderful time for New York football. <laughs> it's a wild time. I was thinking about it today. I'm like, the last time it was this exciting for both teams is like 2010 and 2012, right? Yeah, yeah the, 2010s the, when the Jets had. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, the two Jets runs yeah. and then the Giants Super yeah, Bowl. That's probably about and right. And that was the last time it was probably exciting for both teams like this. I mean, let's be honest. The Jets have had like three moments of excitement in my life. <laughs> it's the 97 98 season, the 2004 season. And 2009, 2010, that little run. That's really the only three times that it was interesting for the Jets. Yeah. Giants have won two Super Bowls. Obviously, for me, it's, yeah. 
But, what, you know, right around then. And then the Giants kind of fall off around 15. Yeah, Eli Manning starts to regress, and then it's we kind of knew where it was going. It's been a guaranteed seven years of misery for New York City football. It's been Minimum. Yeah, for, it's for, been for, for all parties involved for New York City. Unless you're one of these weirdos who either jumped on the Buffalo bandwagon mm. because you were sick of uh, how bad your team was. Yeah. I know a lot of Jets fans that had done but done this while they were still – Buffalo was still bad. Like, I'm not saying – That's fair. Jumping yeah. on now. But and then you know a lot of New Yorkers that are like, oh, the, the Jets suck. They've been ruining my life. I'm rooting for the Bills. No one's going to call me out because they suck too. And they're the only team that actually plays in the state of New York. So yeah. they're the only – forgot where I was going with that whole thing. But, yeah, for, for the, no, unless, that, unless you're those people, you're saying that unless you're those people, been, it's yeah, been rough for It's been you. tough. It's exciting. The Giants are 4-1. and one. Yeah. People are fired up. People are excited. I'm excited for the Giants. I'm excited for Giants fans. But if you're a Giants fan and you were going to look me in the eye right now and tell me that this is a playoff team, I have some bad news for you. They're no. not. No, I mean, and this is kind of what I was going to say to you was, I'm very happy the Giants 4-1, don't get me wrong, but none of this has been convincing. No, Do you know what I'm saying? The team's playing gritty, but gritty... We'll we'll get you past the Packers and the Bears and you know the Titans, reverse the Ravens yeah. this week. Like you know that's I don't think this is a game that the Giants win. But geez, I mean if somehow they beat the Ravens, I mean maybe I'll be wrong. But I just I you know I just the way that they're winning is not sustainable. Right, it's not it's not convincing. They have no wide receiver play with no. seemingly little to no help on the horizon. Jones is getting killed still. Still Jones is. Iron Manning it out there. Yeah, Iron real. Manning it up out there. Running for his life. Nobody can get open. Somehow they're just, you know, Brian Dable's got these guys fired up, yeah. ready to kill somebody for him. They're playing very well. Over their heads. Way over their heads. They're playing over their heads right now. It's not a sustainable way for no, success. I don't think so. And if you are of the belief or in the camp of or even a fan of Saquon coming back on a big money deal next year. This isn't trending good for Saquon. Yeah. He can't be touching the ball this many times and be the only valuable like measure of production for the offense. The two best yardage producers on this team and I'm not going by the stats, just like how by the feel. Yeah. The two best producers of offense on this team say. are Saquon and Daniel Jones. Easily. Easily. And they're both doing it, running around and getting crushed in yes. the process. Especially Jones. And then with Jones playing through this high ankle sprain, tough as nails. But, like, I get it. We're scoring touchdowns. We got to, like, if I'm not letting Saquon take all these wildcat snaps going forward. No, like, I get nervous every time I see him It's just out not there. a sustainable yeah. way to play football in the NFL. But that doesn't mean there's no reason not to be excited. Yeah, I mean, if the receivers come back, if Kadarius Tony finally is not injured. Carolina Panthers fire sale. You know, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about what you're saying, talking about DJ Robbie Moore. Anderson or DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Here's now the that thing. would be something. Here's the thing. I think you could probably have DJ Moore for somewhere like a f maybe a three or a four to a six, like mm -hmm. some combination of mid middling picks. But the Giants have no room to spare on their cap, which means if the Giants were to be able to work out some sort of a deal here. It's going to be heavily reliant on Carolina mm. paying a majority of his salary for this season. And if you're going to get Carolina to do that, you got to up the price. Yeah. 
Next year, his salary is $25 million, but next year, the Giants, if they cut Leonard Williams, which they might do, and like cut him and then re-sign him, but if they cut him, they'll have over $100 million in cap space. Yeah. If not, they'll have somewhere in the 88 89 Either way, range. though. Plenty of money, but still $25 million on the cap next year for DJ Moore. I don't know if that's the move. Like, Are we a DJ Moore away from this being a playoff team? I don't think so. I say no, Yeah, emphatically. I don't think so. Because even if it's DJ Moore, then who's the second still? Richie James Jr. I mean, if it's Shepard, Tony, Tony feel better. For four, but... Tony for four games, maybe. Yeah, until he gets hurt. Again. Galladay's yeah. going to just fade out. We're still waiting to see and... what little Wandale Robinson has in him. Haven't seen him in pads yeah. since like the preseason. I will say this. I, I placed a little ticket today. little futures ticket. NFL Coach of the Year. Brian Dable. Plus 525. Yeah, that's a good one. I might yeah. put that in, honestly, because it just makes sense. It really does, because kind of like you, how you were saying, he's got them playing way above their heads. And like I said, they're playing very – it's it's all great. Dude, I mean, if they win nine games, it's got to be him. If he gets this team to win nine games, it's got to be Dable. It's out of control. He, yeah. If the season ended right now, he's coach of the year. He has to be. Who's even second? Uh I don't even maybe the Eagles coach, but even then, like the Eagles are a great team. You would expect them to be yeah. where they are. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, don't I think know. no. I, I, I agree. I, I, I think I, it has to be Table. If it ended right now, it would be Table. I, I just I saw I saw that it was still over plus five hundred. I'm like I'm going because you wait yeah. another one more. We're one more win away from this not being worth it anymore. Yet. Yet. It's exciting. Overreaction, not an overreaction. The offensive and defensive rookie of the year both play for the New York Jets. Well, I'm assuming defense is you're talking about Shaq. Sauce. Sauce, sorry. Sauce. And offense, you're talking about Brees Hall? Yeah. Correct. 179 I can see you with Sauce. The man has been killing it. Brees Hall, though, I mean... When I think about who would be better than him, I can't come up with a name. Well, he's tied with someone right now for the, as the favorite. Who is that? Damian Pierce. I should have known that. Yeah. And I don't buy Damian Pierce long term as a rookie. Well, he's another guy similar to Saquon where they're just <coughs> they're going to be giving him the bullet. Like he was getting how many carries did he get on but, Sunday? But they're going to be chasing points. Not every right, game, not right. every game's going to be a dogfight with these guys. Yeah. They're not that talented. So when you're chasing points, when you're not playing the Jaguars and you're competing and it's 6-3 at halftime and it's actually 27-3 at halftime, how many times are we handing the ball off to Damian Pierce? Burkhead's going to get a lot of second-half time yeah. in games that they're that they are um, chasing points in in the second half. So I'm not scared of Damian Pierce at all. Honestly, all these people who are all excited about Damian Pierce for betting on him as a touchdown guy or – um, rookie of the year, even and all. This is real football. This yeah. is not fantasy football. I understand the fantasy football hype aspect of it because of the way the team committed to him and gave no other people besides Burkhead and third down duty to worry about. And he looks great, and he was a beast at Florida, and he's going to rack up a ton of fantasy points. Great. It's not going to transition to an NFL rookie of the year award. Yeah. If 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 everything is the same. But the Jets are a wild card team, and the Texans are picking second in the draft. Then it's going to be Breeze Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You know, you're right. You are right. Which I is just... a decent set. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. 
It's a decent segue into my next point. That's where I was going. <laughs> the first, at the beginning of this season, when I when we were speaking about the Jets before any games were played, we laid out the AFC West first four games of the year, and I said you can go check it. I don't know if you remember. If I they go two and this. two, they have a real shot at this thing. Right. Yes. Now here we are, three and two. All right. I'm gonna go even further. We got the Packers this week. And then I believe Denver the following week and New England the the week after that. It's those it's those three. I just don't know exactly in which order the games are at. Okay. They take two of those three. They're a playoff team. Well, yeah, if the then ju- you're talking if what, the seven ju- six uh, seven wins at that point. No. Figure they beat the Packers. If if they get two of the next three, two that would the make them three. that would make them five and three. Yeah. If they get two of the next Would three... Would they be second in the division, technically? I uh, will depend. They're second yeah. in the division right now. Yeah. Well, if they beat New England, they'd be a game up. If yeah. Miami keeps going the way they're going. They have the tiebreaker over Miami right now. Yeah. So they're both 3-2, and two, but they beat Miami. The last game of the season is in Miami. So maybe that game Jeez. has implications. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't. Um, but you look at, two, like I said, two of the next three. After the next three... I don't remember the exact schedule, but they got the Vikings, the Jaguars, the Bears, the Lions, the okay. Patriots so that, again, yeah. the Bills twice, um, the Dolphins one more time, and I forget who else exactly. Let me just pull it up. I can pull it up. I was about to pull it up, actually. Actually, you got it pretty much right. Yeah. So they verse all those teams. In addition, the only team you didn't mention was the Seahawks, second to last. Seahawks. Yeah, but everyone else they verse. Um, So and yeah, you're right. Next games are Packers, Broncos, Patriots. In that order. In Lambeau, in Denver, at MetLife. Right. So say they go two out of the next three. Week after that, they got the Bills. So let's just let's just assume they go two out of three there, and they're five and three. Next week they got the Bills, lost five and four. Yeah. Week after that they got the Patriots again. I'll call it a loss for now, assuming they beat them in the first game, five and five. They should beat the Bears. Bears is a win, six and five. Vikings, I think they could dicey. win, but yeah. it's dicey. Yeah. Um, let's just call lost. it six and six. Bills lost six and seven. Lions seven and seven. Lions, Jaguars eight and seven. Seahawks, I think they could win nine and seven. Then the Dolphins, if they're nine and seven going into that yeah. game, this is a, this is a playoff game. This is a winning getting game with Miami. Yeah. So I think there's a Jeez. real. They go two of the next three. There's a real shot this team could make a wild card. There's also a real shot that this team could only win six or seven games. Do not get me wrong. Yeah. But they look very very good right now. They do. They're playing the, very well. Wilson brought like a whole new four or five years from now, which is what I said when yeah. everyone was freaking out. Yeah. Uh, he, he, Wilson sucks. He threw that one really yeah, bad interception well, you know in the preseason, goes. and then I'm like, can we just calm down? Like, yeah, they were competing with Flacco throwing the ball 51 times a game in an offense that was designed for a mobile quarterback. Yeah. So and they look good. This team with Zach Wilson is a fourth quarter team. No, it feels that way. They. Doing all of their damage in the fourth quarter. The way I feel about them right now is if their defense can make them hang around and they cannot make mistakes on offense that fuck the defense over. Mm -hmm. You hang around, you get to the fourth quarter, I think they could hang with a lot of people. And the The AFC. Can you name me seven playoff teams right now in the AFC that aren't the Jets? 
Well, definitely the Chiefs, probably. Chiefs? Bills. Bills. Is there an easy one I'm missing? That might just be it. The the Chiefs, Bills, AFC North has got to be... Um, the Ravens. The Ravens. Fine, we'll go Ravens. One of those teams from the South has to come out, so just say either Jaguars well, or Colts. say the Jaguars, yeah. yeah. Those are the four division teams. And then after that, who... Okay, maybe Chargers. Maybe, but the Chargers always find a way to lose, I feel like. Other than that, I... The, maybe the Dolphins. Maybe. Depends on like, if Tua comes back. There aren't seven clear playoff contenders right now. Yeah. The Jets could find themselves in those last one or two spots. And Yeah. I, if they play, they've got to win two of the next three. Yeah. And then you've got to win games that you got to win. You can't get the Lions at three and eight yeah. and give up a 42 to 40 loss, you know? Yeah. You can't have one of these Jets things happen. But let's take it a game at a time. We'll get to it later. I think they match up incredibly well against the Packers. Yeah, I feel that way too. Stifling on the way that their receivers haven't really been working out too well and they haven't quite been able to get the running game going. They're kind of abandoning A.J. Dillon a little bit. Yeah. Buyer beware for fantasy football trading because he's disappearing from the snap count. I think they match up really well. My only gripe is that Packers are going to be pissed. Yeah. And they're going to be desperate. I think four to five years from now, we're going to be looking back at this 2022 draft and saying the Jets got Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, and Brees Hall all in the same draft. How? And Garrett Wilson. Oh, no, he was last year, right? No, I just said Garrett Wilson. Okay, okay. Yeah, Elijah Moore was last year. That too. And then they also got Jermaine Johnson, who's been playing pretty well when he plays. Everyone freaking out about the Carl Lawson signing. Well, he blew out his Achilles in training camp last year and never played. Last week against the Dolphins, how many quarterback hits do you think he had? I'm not sure. He had seven the whole year. Leading, he you had know, seven last game? Seven against the Dolphins. Damn. He's like the first Jet since the early 90s to have seven quarterback hits in a game. And he's like, the number of total people in the NFL to do it is under 20. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Jets are Williams is fucking unblockable, dude. I haven't seen much of him. Quentin Williams is absolutely unblockable. Throwing guards and centers <laughs> around. Like literally threw the one of the Dolphins on the um forgot which play it was, but the running back, I think it was Mostert, okay. got blown up at the line by Quan Alexander. But right on the front action of the play, on the replay, you just see ball snapped and the guard is on his ass. <laughs> Quentin Williams just bull rushes right through him, gets now a hand on Mostert, and then Quan pops him. Dude. Wild, dude. Just throwing grown men, 320-pound men to around. the ground. This is the same guy that sneezed on TV and then and blessed, blessed himself, himself. and say. thanked himself. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Quentin, <laughs> Quentin Williams is my hero. <laughs> I was about to say, the name sounds so familiar, and I felt like I remember that. No, I just – I don't want people to come at me because I just said the Giants are not a playoff team and the Jets could be. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you're a Jets fan, whatever, no, listen I kind of agree with you, honestly. <laughs> I just said – I just laid it out. If you can name name me the seven playoff teams that are going to make it without the Jets on there. Now, anything can happen in the NFL. It's week fucking six. Yeah. But right now, I can't come up with seven teams. I'm one of the most honest Jet fans you'll ever meet in the world. And – Brian will tell yeah. you. Alcino would tell you if he was here. People that probably listen to the show that know me personally will tell me tell you I'm one of the most honest, worst Jets fans in the world. Excuse me. 
Excuse me again. <laughs> Coffee's getting you. The NFC is way more loaded with talent, first of all. Mm-hmm. And I we said this, I guess, off air. Richie James Jr. doesn't make the no. Jets roster. He barely makes the Giants like, roster, like I said. It's tough. Talent-wise, as far as skill positions go, I will not even talk to you about defensive backs. It's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> we'll not even talk to you about the defensive backs. Wide receivers, I just said, not. there's not a wide receiver, an active wide receiver on the roster that even makes the Jets team. Mm-hmm. Um, they got him at tight end, too. Yeah, we got no one. Bellinger. At running back, for an individual talent, it's Saquon. But would you rather have Saquon and Brita or Michael Carter and Brees Hall? I can't really say much about that. It's close. It's way closer is my point. Saquon, the best running back out of the bunch. Right. Advantage Saquon. Yeah. (coughs) Quarterback, I think right now, too soon to tell. Yeah, it's kind of the same. Just on age and what we've seen in sample size, I think – Still maybe lean Zach just because he's a little younger and we haven't seen as much of the oh no's yeah. with Zach. Yeah. But I think that's a toss-up too. I think Zach will be fine. But largely, as far as the talent at the skill positions go, I think the Jets have more talent than the Giants. Does that yeah. make them the better team? Not necessarily. Does that mean I'm right that they can make the playoffs but the Giants definitely won't? Not necessarily. Keep in mind, both years, the last two times the Giants won a Super Bowl, they were dead in the fucking water at the bye week. Yeah. So you never know. This is just how I feel currently. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I don't think the Giants make the playoffs. I don't. It's like you're saying. They're too talent depleted. The way they're winning games, like you're saying, not sustainable. And if you get into the playoffs, you're versing teams that are winning, you know, not based off these sort of things. Teams that are just knocking t- other teams out and... Like I said, this Ravens game this week I think is going to be I the true can, litmus I test think they for. Can hang with the Ravens. Uh, it would be wild to me. It would I truly think they be can wild. Hang with them. I really do. That's the thing. I feel I the same know. way about the Giants that I do about I the Jets. I feel better about the Jets and the if Packers. If the Giants can hang with you for three quarters, they're gonna fucking play good ball in the fourth quarter. Like it's if the the game's got to get away from them early for it to get away from right. them. Because if they're around, they're gonna stay around. Because Dable has these guys believing that they belong in every game. One more thing that I wanted to say, but I forgot. Maybe it comes to me, maybe it doesn't. Vampire League. Vampire League. Um, Because it was the first week of buys and it was definitely 100% my fault on, you know, not having a show and not reaching out to you guys to discuss it. I couldn't leave the shit locked until Thursday night, the first week of August. That's fine. Yeah. So people made moves already. I looked. Bef- That's okay. I looked before I did it, and I didn't really see anybody. The only person worth picking up. I was going to say, I think last week we only added one. Person. The only person that would have been worth picking up to me was um, Kenneth Walker, obviously. Yeah. But T-Swag picked him up, had picked him up already, and I wasn't going to pull him off the roster off of his roster to add him for ourselves. Yeah. Because he's been starting Keenan Allen all season. And like I just I just want this guy to put in a whole fucking lineup this week. <laughs> you know, like just give me fucking nine guys that are actually gonna be on the field. Yeah. So I don't even know necessarily. I, I looked. There's there was no one. There's really, really not much there. I'm looking at it now. I mean we could swap out the defense maybe because the Packers are versus the Jets, but I'm not even sure the matchups here are much better. Yo, if they weren't playing the Packers, honest. I'd be like, can we just pick up Zach Wilson? Because <laughs> Stafford is fucking killing us. Well, 
Let's talk about that because we kind of talked about this off air a little bit before we get to waivers. Are we locking in who we spoke about? Because now that I'm actually looking at the team, I think that's probably our best option. Josh Allen? Easily. Josh Allen for Stafford. It has to be because yeah. if we can somehow beat him and Josh Allen's throwing 40 points a game as, he, as he's been, that is a huge swing for us every week. I think it has to be Josh Allen for Stafford no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, just what make what I was giggling at was if we drop Stafford for for Zach, which I do not think we should do because I just don't know with Green Bay they're still solid on defense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, and all of their points, I don't think Zach threw a touchdown. He ran one in last week, but I don't think he threw one. I think they had four rushing touchdowns. Okay, two yeah. for Mike Carter, one for Zach, one for Breeze. Um, nothing would would make me would tickle me more pink, dude. Than taking away Josh Allen from my brother and giving him back fucking Zach Wilson. <laughs> Dude, he would be so pissed. He would be so pissed. What, pick up Wilson? No, 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 no. No, just give I'm him Stafford. About Stafford for Allen. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. All right, so that's what we'll lock. Um, I'm looking at our team. As far as, like, roster goes, do we want to keep the lineup the way it is? I feel like it's probably our best. Yeah, if anything, Garrett Wilson might have to go for this week. And what we got to look at tight ends, dude, because Farmwood's questionable. Is he now? Yes. So, like for real, questionable. Yeah, seems he's limited today too. Yep. Oh, he's in the concussion protocol. Okay. Yeah, yeah we need a, a tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's um, let's go ahead and do that. Hayden Hurst. Um. Got Njoku. Dude, Njoku. Yeah, I was going to say Njoku's Njoku. there. All right. Do Who are we going to cut for him? Because I'm not comfortable cutting for Ironmouth, really. Or should we just cut for Ironmouth? I don't think we could afford to keep two tight ends. Yeah, we could cut for Because even if Njoku keeps playing the same way he's been, then he's essentially just a replacement for Ironmouth. Yeah, let's just go for it. All right, we'll you got it. it? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. And other than that, I mean, do you want to start Packers defense against the Jets? You feel? No, fuck that. Okay. That's what I was thinking, too. Um, you want to pick up the Bears and play them tonight? We could do that. Against Washington? Um, I like Chargers against Denver, too. I do kind of like that. Um, yeah, I'm okay with either of those, honestly. Um, yeah, we could go Bears tonight, or I would do Bears tonight or Chargers on Monday against Denver. Something about Kirk Cousins on Thursday scares me. If, do you see the numbers on that? Kirk Cousins or Carson? Not Wentz? Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz. Sorry, that's like that he comes out and kills it. Like he's six and zero all time. Yeah, that's fifteen hundred exactly yards, why sixteen touchdowns. Yeah, Bears. All right, so let's pick up the fucking Chargers. Chargers. Then. Cause I f- all right, let's ride. You got it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because. I felt this. That was kind of the same idea I had. I was like, "Is this going to be the game where Carson Wentz just goes off for no reason because he's on prime time against like a a bad football team?" Yeah, I mean, you it's know? it's right up his alley to go ahead and. and have I like him. how you're updating it, and I can see it happening in real time on my phone. Yeah, sleeper app's a good app, yeah. dude. Shout out the sleeper app. All right, so that's that. Cool. We're playing fucking Phil. Or we're coming we're, for Josh. We're Allen. biting Josh Allen. For Matt Stafford. We're going to do our best. Phil's got a good team. He's in first place. Yeah. So we're in 10th. He's in first. Hopefully it's and a bad week unfortunately, for I just don't see many bye weeks for him. Pierce is the only bye week he has. Yeah. 
So uh, that's going to be that. Though. All right. Um, There's the Vampire League. Daily Fantasy? Vampire. Yeah, I got a quick quick couple names here for you real quick. Um, so what you're going to kind of realize is um, there's one game in particular where players are being priced very cheaply, and they have extremely high upside due to their bad defenses on both sides. So real quick, I'll just rifle through them. At QB this week for the solid picks, um, Josh Allen, I mean, he's the highest. He's the most expensive quarterback on the slate, but he's versing Casey. And I just feel like this game's going to be lights out. Shootout. Regardless, I feel like this is an easy 40-point game. So if you want to – I mean, honestly, a bunch of people are going to take them. So you're either going to be fitting in with the, the rest of the tournament or hedging by picking someone else. But It's probably going to be one or the other, right? I mean, it unless, would have to be. Yeah, they're like. similarly priced. I feel what? like people love playing paying for Josh Allen. Um, I don't know where Mahomes is sitting at. I think he's – I actually think he's the spot above – Allen, now that I'm thinking Somebody about it. a couple it. hundred bucks. He's probably... So, Josh Allen's is 82. I figure Holmes is probably 81 or 8,000. So, you know, depending on how you want to go. My other stud here is actually going to be Kyler Murray. Um, he's $73. And he's versing the Seahawks. 73? 7,300. And he's versing the Seahawks. And I know, I know you're making that face, blah, 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 blah. But Kyler Murray against bad defenses will run... He'll get the passes on. Even if the Cardinals don't win this game and it's ugly, he'll still somehow wind up at 25 to 30 points. Kyler Murray's going to be at the forefront of teams not wanting to give away big guaranteed contracts to quarterbacks. Yeah, after this. Yep. But as far as DFS goes, he's cheap. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, You're going to like this one, though. Uh, So a nice little combination on the value this week. Going back to the same game, I actually have Geno Smith. He's 5,700 this week, which is very cheap for... What he's, how he's been playing. I mean, he's only getting 20 to 25 points a game, but it's very cheap. And it gives you a very big opportunity to open up in other parts. Um, and honestly, I have fucking Zach Wilson at 5,300 against Green Let's Bay. Let's go, baby. I just feel like he's Mormon so Mahomes. cheap for 5,300. I feel like he's going to stay cheap until he has his big prove a game, kind of like how you were saying. If the Jets start stringing wins together and the offense is clicking, they'll probably boost him up to six or 7,000 if he winds up getting that good. But but right now, I feel like you got to buy the 5,300 against Green Bay. Hope that he gets two or two passing touchdowns, maybe a rushing touchdown. He's got you know. two t- – a receiving and a rushing so far. Yeah. A receiving, a rushing, and at least one passing. Yeah, so if – I mean, guess, right? Did he throw one two weeks ago? I don't remember. No, I think he did. Yeah, he had yeah, to yeah. if he threw more than one. Yeah, he threw to Corey Davis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, running backs real quick. I only have one stud this week. It's going to be Barkley. I mean, everyone else be. is just – they're expensive, and they're not outputting as much. I like Alvin Kamara because he's kind of cheaper, but I'm nervous because I don't even know what's really going going on with him. But he was around the 7,000 range, which is good for the talent, but I don't know what's going on with the offense. The Saints are in such a weird spot. It doesn't even – you would think they'd be leaning on him more, given that Thomas is yeah, hurt, Landry's hurt, like Olave might be hurt now, but – Andy Dalton's been playing quarterback. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, in our value, going back, Brees Hall, he's still cheap. He's still under $6,000, so we're going to keep Brees Hall. I also like Raheem Mostert, um, 5,700 against Minnesota. I just feel like if the Dolphins have the backup quarterback in, you know, they pay Chase, Chase Edmonds, but I constantly see Raheem Mostert on the field. Do, do you feel that way too? Yeah. Like they paid Raheem Mostert's a good running back. They paid the man, and every They paid Mostert, Mostert too, though, didn't they? Yeah, but they paid Edmonds. Like... But so yeah, most are for fifty seven hundred. Um, stud wide, 
this was a weird week for fantasy. Stud wide receivers, I have Marquise Brown at 7,200. He's cheap. Everyone, all the wide receivers above him, above him were priced so appropriately that you're kind of just getting what you're paying for. He was really the first person I felt that popped up with some sort of value for where he was. And I know, I know you're hating on Kyler, but I just feel like the Seattle, the Seahawks defense is pretty bad. He yeah. could catch a touchdown or two. He caught a touchdown against the Panthers. I don't see why he couldn't do it against the I Seahawks. I think the Cardinals are my new least favorite team in the NFL. I, I feel that from you. You know, I definitely it's been, feel been that, that way for you. a while. Um, other than Marquise Brown, my other guy I have for a stud, I like T. Higgins this week. I think Lattimore is going to uh, be covering Chase a lot. I think he's going to shadow him. I think he's going to. I think he might follow him around a little bit. A lot of teams have been doing the put the number two with the bracket on Chase, and then put the number one on Higgins or Boyd or whoever's on I the think front. So yeah. that's what a lot of teams have been doing. All right, so maybe doing the, maybe my Higgins call isn't as good. It's as the I old thought, bell. But. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, you couldn't. You 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 could be very well right there, but like, I just feel like cause it's Chase. They're going to want Lattimore on Chase. Do you know what? Like, yeah, no, I get it, but the the. A lot of teams with when they're trying to stop number one receivers like that, if they have a shutdown corner, mm-hmm. they put the second best corner and the safety over the top, and then they just trust the number one corner to sh- take that second guy out of the and fucking just, game. Yeah, you know. So, but it right. could, so it could Start go either way. Adamore's not on him. Put it that <laughs> way. Um, and then going back to the same game again, I like Lockett against Arizona just because he's fifty six hundred dollars and. I mean, Mac Metcalf is catching the passes. I feel like he could catch one. And then, other than him, also I have Rondell Moore um, coming back. This is probably his last game to have any sort of relevance before DeAndre comes back next week. So maybe he gets a catch. Maybe he finds something. With Either the way, they need all the help. Right. They need everybody. Better they start need catching the ball, especially because Connors isn't playing this week either now. So that's good. Um, tight ends, real quick. Stud got to be Mark Andrews. Kelsey is still expensive. He's still. Topping out, I think, eight grand well, for him. Four touchdowns in one game. That you get what you pay for. You know. Andrews is seven thousand. Um, and then value, they got Dawson Knox down to thirty four hundred. Uh I don't know. I guess he's not getting looks. I'm not really sure he's really not what's going on there, but I mean for thirty four hundred at a tight end position, if he gets you a touchdown, a couple catches here, if wants up at eight or nine points, I mean, you can't ask for more for yeah, for the hundred percent. Um, real quick on the defense, I'm going with the Jaguars. I thought you were going to say Jets. And no, I was like, no, no, Let's go. Go with the Jaguars. I was thinking about the Jets. They're a little bit more money, though. The Jags are only three grand. Um, and they own the Colts. And not only do they own the Colts, but the Colts look horrible. Yeah, they already horrendous. got their one win over the Colts this yeah, year. Yeah, but though, I just know? feel like the Colts are – every week it's either convincing or they're imploding. And I feel like this might be a week where we're imploding. So, it's give fair. me the Jags defense looks awful, for cheap. Dude. Hopefully they catch a pick, do something with it, you know. Um. But yeah, that's DFS. Are we? We're taking a break. We're okay, for sure. What up, guys? We're gonna get you back to the show as soon as possible. I promise you that. But before we can do that, we have to make sure that all of our listeners are looking good and feeling better this fall with Saatchi De Dinero. October fourteenth, Saatchi is releasing their fall twenty twenty two collection. You want a hoodie that's nice and comfortable. You could wear it out when you're running errands. You could wear it out to the bar. You could wear it maybe when you're going to pick up a date. Whatever you want to do this fall, Saatchi's got you covered. These hoodies, they're pre-shrunk, and it's an oversized fit. So basically what that means is you're going to want to grab one size down from what you would normally wear, and you're going to be perfect. You normally a large, grab a medium. Normally a medium, you want to grab a small. It's very simple, very lightweight, very comfortable. 
We got a promo code for you. The promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, going to get you 10% off of your total purchase at checkout. SachiDDenero.com is where you want to go for that. Sachi Dinero, always authentic, never counterfeit. Welcome back to the show, everybody. As always, best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors, you're supporting the boys, helping us chase a dream. It's going to a good cause. Going to quit our fucking jobs, get out of this basement. Maybe, who knows? Maybe, Brian, we might even be able to buy our own houses one day. Who maybe, the fuck knows, maybe. dude? If we're lucky, um, it's time to guess some fucking lines. Me versus Brian, heads up, is what it is. Thursday night game, again, it's it's 7.50. It's, it's 7.50 p.m. on Thursday right now, so I doubt I get this posted before the game starts. But it's a gross matchup. We got Washington going to Chicago. I have Washington minus one. I have Washington minus two and a half. It's Washington minus one and a half. You got it. San Fran going to Atlanta. I have San Fran minus six. I have San Fran minus six and a half, and they're fucking minus five and a half. All right, I'll take Damn. it. Damn. New England going to Cleveland. I have New England minus two and a half on the road. I have New England minus two, and it's the Browns minus two and a half. Damn, all right, so you get that one. Really? Browns minus two and a half, yeah. huh? I don't like that. Jets going to Green Bay. I think Green Bay is minus seven. Damn, dude. I have the Jets minus two. I no thought. You got me excited, but it is Green Bay minus seven. On is the it? Dot. Yeah. yeah, on the dot. Same spread as last week. When That's you said I went, I went with my heart, I was like, fuck, you went with the Jets, dude. <laughs> oh, no, that's what because I, I was saying, yeah. are they really going to no, be five, five weeks in a row? It was my fault. I just thought maybe Vegas was looking at the that, like, Green plus, Bay imploding. Plus 280 on the 265. fucking. 265. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it, but I might. We'll see in the next segment. Jacksonville going to Indianapolis. Indy's at home. I have Indy minus three and a half. I have Jacksonville minus three. It's Colts minus two and a half. All right. You got it. I'll take that. Damn. It's not going to be a good week for you, boy. Minnesota's going to Miami. (laughs) Definitely no Tua. I haven't seen any word on Teddy. Um, Just because of I didn't see any word on Teddy, I brought this down a little bit. Mm. I got Minnesota minus five and a half. I have Minnesota minus three, and it actually is Minnesota minus three. Really? Yeah, I got lucky See, on that you know, one. you're only down by two. <laughs> Cincinnati going to New Orleans. This one kind of hurt my brain a little bit yeah, because, this like, one was tough. these are two teams I just don't know what to really think of yet. I got Cincy minus three and a half. I have Cincy minus four and a half. It's Cincy minus one and a half. Really? Yeah. Okay. That'll probably move a little bit. Baltimore going to the G- the Giants, MetLife Stadium. Going to be a tough matchup for the GM- G-Men to keep the you know the dream going here. I got Baltimore minus 8.5. I have Baltimore minus 6.5. It's Baltimore minus 6. All right. There so you go. It. And I wanted to go 8, but I didn't. I thought about it too. Tampa Bay going to Pittsburgh. I feel like I might have went too low here, but I'm going with the same spread, the away team laying 8.5. Um, why can't I find this game? I have Tampa Bay minus eight. Um, and it is going to be Tampa Bay minus eight and a half. Let's go. Yeah, damn. Fuck yeah. And definitely lay Tampa Bay with the points. Yes. Carolina, <laughs> first game with Steve Wilkes head coaching them. If you don't remember the name Steve Wilkes, that would be the guy who head coached the Cardinals for one season with Josh Rosen as his rookie quarterback. Going to the Rams. 
I felt like this almost should be double digits, but because the Rams look so incredibly fucking terrible, I went Rams minus seven and a half. I went Rams minus six, and it's Rams minus ten. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I was going ten, and uh, then I was like, but the Rams are horrible, dude. Arizona going to Seattle. This was another hard one for yeah. me. I went Cocaine Cardinals minus two. I went Arizona minus five. It's Arizona minus two and a half. Really? Yeah. Fucking, I'm Damn, on dude, today, you're fucking huh? killing it right now. I feel like I got this one right on the nose. It's Buffalo going to Kansas City. I got Buffalo by two. I have Buffalo minus two, and it's Buffalo minus two and a half. Wow, really? Yeah. Dallas at Philly, the Sunday night game. I think this game could go either way. It could. We're going to find something to fuck out about Dallas's defense and how for real they really are. I've been dying for a defense to slow down this offense because, like, not taking anything away from Jalen, not taking away anything away from Philly, they're a good team, a very good team. Mm-hmm. But, like, schematically, it's very simple to slow this offense down. You just cannot let Jalen Hurts beat you on his feet. Yeah. Let him beat you with his arm because once he starts beating you with his feet, now this is when Miles Sanders gets the ball and there's nobody around him within a country mile, you know? Right, because you're trying to contain Jalen Hurts on his feet is what makes this entire offense go. I've got Philly minus five and a half. I have Philly minus six, and it is Philly minus six and a half. All right. I don't think it makes a difference, though. Monday night game, probably going to be another uh, not great game. Has all the makings of an ass-kicking. Denver going to the Chargers. Yeah. I got the Chargers minus four and a half. Took it down from seven and a half because it's a divisional game. I have the Chargers minus five and a half, and it's the Chargers minus four and a half. Is there yeah, really? Oh, my God, dude. Jesus. Oh, wow. That was a good week, huh? Yeah. What's the fucking score? <laughs> uh, 13 to six. Yeah, dude. You hit <laughs> yeah. multiple bing bongs, I think, on that. I hit the Chargers. I hit... Um, Tampa Bay, yep, Green Bay, and that might be it. Is that are those Minnesota? What, was, what was Minnesota? Minnesota, I got it was minus five. Yeah, that might, oh, might minus just, three rather. I'm sorry, might have just been three bing bongs for me. Either way, yeah, it's not a bad little um go at it. <laughs> sounds Is like he a, playing Overwatch? Sounds like tough sledding for Halo. <laughs> Halo, okay. Thursday? It's Thursday night. I mean, we'll do it quick. The Thursday. line the line you said was what? One, one and, and a half. half. Washington's one and a half. 38 and a half. Still go under. <laughs> I'm still going under. Um, Jesus, 38 and a half. I'm largely not touching this game. I just feel no. like it's got to be Washington's game here. They cannot lose to Chicago. They be, yeah. Absolutely cannot lose to Chicago. And a win here for Chicago really puts me in the hole on Chicago worst record in the league. So Washington, I feel like, has to, in my heart of hearts, Washington has to get the win. I wanted to go look at Justin Fields anytime. It was I could only get plus 190. Was not worth it for me on an anytime touchdown score for a quarterback. Not even if it's yeah, Lamar it's or Kyler. The same. Not even if it's – like, when I see Kyler and Lamar at minus money, I'm like, I'll never take that bet. Yeah. Because even quarterbacks that – like, a good rushing quarterback season is like five to eight touchdowns. Right. Not doing it for no. minus money ever. Plus 190, I couldn't do it for Fields. What I did do is I got Khalil Herbert at plus 400. Yeah, I told you on that. I got it at 425. I thought about following Mr. AI, 
I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the show. There's a guy yeah. on TikTok. Well, not on the show, but you've told me about it. There, yeah, I don't know if we've ever spoken about it to the fans. There's a guy on TikTok, something Bears fan is his name. Okay. Whatever it is. He you've got if you if you know what I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about because it's like very popular on TikTok. He uses an AI program to predict winners every week. Mm-hmm. And first touchdown scores and something else he'll use it for. Last week, the picture came up. I don't know if I told you this. Last week for Monday Night Football, the picture came up with a Raider in a number 17 jersey in front of, of in front of a Chief in a number 27 jersey. You go back and watch the first touchdown of that game, Devonta Adams. That's who he was blowing by. Really? Yeah. Yes. I'll send it to you later. That's um, wild. So this week, Khalil Herbert was what the AI spit out. All right. So I thought about doing it, but I'm like, I can't do it. So I'll just I'll, I'll slice my my odds by like a third, two thirds, take it from plus seventeen hundred down to plus. I'm sorry, plus fourteen hundred down to plus four hundred, and um, I'll just roll with that and see what the fuck happens. That's my only action for tonight's game. Is that touchdown? I think that's going to be. And I won't too. do it. Yeah. Look, if he pounds one in early and now we're up, I might dick around. Right. But right. If I lose, that's it. That's my only action. That's for pretty much where I'm at. You too. know. It's not a very enticing game. I'm not super excited about it. No. No. Even looking at the sports book, there's nothing that I feel like I need to put money on. No. I mean, no, I would bet like... on no touchdown score. I mean, Curtis Samuel's plus 250, but still. Curtis like... Samuel hasn't excited me since his combine, dude. I've never once been excited been about that week. guy. He did good the first two weeks, and then he kind of faded out. I'm talking bit. his whole career. Yeah. You know, like, I never bought him. And I remember there was a time where, because him and Debo are roughly the same age, I think. Okay. Same draft, maybe. I think. And there was a time where he was, like, the betters of the Samuels. And I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing? Here? Yeah. What are you talking about? De- Debo's a one of one, first of all. We know that now. Yeah. Maybe we didn't know that then. But we know now Debo is a one of one. You don't compare anyone to Debo. No, he's like in he's the Har- He's in the Harvin category. You know, freak athlete. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Debo is like you look at all these guys now talking about college kids coming out of the draft and they're like, oh, he could be a Debo Samuel type. Stop it, <laughs> stop it. No one is a Debo Samuel type except Debo Samuel. By the way, real quick, this has got nothing to do with the show. But when I I sent, did you catch it when I sent the gif? Which one? When Debo caught that ball a couple of weeks ago and Alessino was like, oh, Debo's good, huh? Remember he snagged it out of the air. Yeah. And the gif I sent I after that, was. Debo from Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where he got the nickname Debo from. From Friday? From Debo from Friday, yeah. That's where it comes from. So as soon as I sent that, I was like, oh, no one got this. This is a wasted of, I a wasted of good reference. Yeah, 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 that was – that's my bad, honestly. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's <laughs> Jack and Alessino's bed too. I mean, Jack is a you know he's a little young for Friday. Yeah, you know, Alessino's just on culture. Didn't, didn't even pick it up. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, just a you know bad reference. Bad reference. It didn't work out. I wiped Diego off my face. We'll take a. That was a really fast segment. Well, it's only two of us. Yeah, and we're really not doing anything for Thursday night no. football. So. <laughs> I'm fine with it though. We'll take another break, our we'll final bets, break. Bets together. And we'll come back and we'll do gambling. Hello, beautiful people. As you all know by now, it is football season, the best time of year. But what that also means is that it's fall. And fall is also another great time of year, specifically for fans of Stay Thirsty Company. Why you ask? Great question. 
because all month long through the month of October, Stay Thirsty is doing Droptober. What that means is every single Friday for the month of October, they're dropping brand new products, brand new gear, brand new merch, hats, hoodies, t-shirts, whatever you could possibly imagine, you could get it at Stay Thirsty Company, all right? And I'll do you one better. Today, for our listeners, we got a 15% off discount for you. 15%. I know. We're basically giving it away at this point. All you've got to do is go to staythirstyco.com. That's staythirstyco, S-T-A-Y-T-H-I-R-S-T-Y-C-O.com. And when you get to check out, you put in promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, for 15% off your total purchase. Stay Thirsty Co. Drop the O-Y and focus on you. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's the part of the show where we tell you how much fucking money we lost last week. Um, we lost a total of minus 750. Combine that with the minus 2400 we came into the week with. We're at minus 3150. How that happened was we had 100 on the Detroit money line, the Seattle money line, the Jets money line, the Falcons money line. 100 on each of those. That was a total of minus 150 because we cashed 150 on the jets Mm -hmm. that's where the cashing stops (laughs) we lost 250 on the raiders money line which fucking is just so rough dude yeah we lost 100 on the chargers minus two minnesota minus seven and a half san fran minus six and a half parlay we lost 100 on the jets lions parlay and we lost 150 on the this teaser can't miss but somehow (laughs) misses tease Minnesota minus one and a half, Jacksonville minus one. So we're down to Don't minus thirty one fifty. We'll deal with that when we get to it. Last week I went one for two against this one for three against the spread. I had Jacksonville minus seven, Minnesota minus seven and a half, San Fran minus six and a half, San Fran being the only team that won. I on my locks I went for a rare one, one, and one. Really? One win, one loss, one push. All right. Philly minus five lost because they're assholes. Cincinnati plus three and a half covered by the skin of their nuts. And the Chargers minus two is the old push, dude. All right. And then my parlay was – this was a long shot parlay to begin with, and I'm pretty sure I prefaced it when I did that last week. But it was Washington, Jets, Cincy, all money lines. Jets are the only team that won. Bringing me to my glizzy god of the week, the New York Jets, which won again for the second consecutive week. That's how I did this week. What do you got over there? Pretty similar. Um, I went one and two against the spread. Um, I had Jags minus seven, Detroit three and a half, and Chargers minus two and a half. Unfortunately, I went over three on these locks. Uh, Minnesota minus seven, that fucking Raiders money line, uh, and Baltimore minus three and a half. But I managed to actually hit this parlay. Um, I had Chargers, Niners, and Jets all money line. It was plus four seventy. So we nice hit on that. Cash out. Yeah, and then um, unfortunately did not hit the glizzy this week. I had the Seahawks. Yeah, rough one. Um, I have Pancake Louie's uh, records up here as well. I just got to pull his picks now. Dude, I meant to bring this up. We just have to alter it in the in the standings. Last Tuesday, so I guess week four's picks, mm-hmm. you flip-flopped his ATS and his locks. Yeah. And he had – I just fucked up and never, you weren't there the week when we did it. Okay. He changed his locks to he triple-locked Cincinnati Moneyline. Oh. So he actually went 3-0 and on locks that week. Okay. So we're going to have to yeah, go back it. and alter that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, This week, though, I'm going to read it the right way. Um, So he went 1-2 and two 
um, as far as uh, against the spread went. Um, he had Eagles minus five and a half. He had Detroit over forty five and a half points, and then Houston plus seven. He had on Houston. Um, when zero three in the locks, he had Seattle plus five and a half, Miami minus three, um, and then Baltimore minus three. Um, parlay didn't hit. He had Seattle plus five and a half, Miami minus three, Philly minus five and a half, and Baltimore. And then he also had Seattle for the Glizzies as well as I did. So similar numbers. For yeah. Me. yeah, it's. I feel like I'd love to see how the books are doing across the world right now because I. We can't be the only people that are getting our dicks kicked in right now. It also now. doesn't feel as bad as last year, though. I was doing very good at this point last year. Really? Yeah. yeah I remember doing very bad. I'm doing IRL good. and on the show, I think I was doing much better. Yeah. Maybe on the show I wasn't doing that good because we take more shots when it's fake money. Right. But this week, I'll go ATS, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eight and a half, the New York football Jets plus seven, and the Chargers minus four and a half. For me, I have uh, I got New England plus two um, against the Browns. I got the Jaguars plus two and a half, and then I have Buffalo minus two and a half. I just feel like Buffalo wins, and it's going to have to be by a field goal. All right. Obviously, Jack and Alicino not currently present. You got Pancake Louie? I sure do. Okay. Against the spread, Pancake Louie's going to take Baltimore. He said use whatever spreads you're using, so he had okay. written down whatever numbers he had access to. He has Baltimore. He has it minus five, but it's four and a half. Yeah. So Baltimore minus four and a half, New England plus two and a half, Jets plus seven. Oh, it's actually Baltimore minus six. There you go. Yeah, so. He said use whatever spreads you're using. It looks like he used – it looks like he's getting the same numbers I was getting off camera before. Right. Um. So that's his against the spread. You want to do – I'll do his locks first. Yeah, that's fine. He's going to put one lock on Seattle plus three, and he's going to double lock Minnesota minus three. Okay. What do you got? I mean, so again, what is what's what numbers are we using for the show? It's not. Um, we got Minnesota was um minus three. Okay. And then what was his other team? Seattle. Over? Seattle. Um, they are gonna be. Where are they? Minus uh plus two and a half. All right, Seattle. plus two and a half. He had plus three. Whatever. Yeah, still very close. If you feel that that strongly about the half point, Pancake Louie or anybody else listening. Buy it. You knock down from minus one ten to minus one twenty. We're talking about ten dollars for the half point. Yeah. Buy it. Um, what do you got for your locks? Lock? For me, I have all money lines. Um, I got the Niners, Baltimore, and the Chargers. All money line. Feels safe, but you ready for this? Know. You ready for this? Yeah. Triple lock. We're not picking a team. Okay. Over fifty four and a half Bills Chiefs triple lock it. <laughs> That's fair. There's no safer bet in the NFL this week in my mind. <coughs> Over fifty four and a half as a triple lock. All right. That's fucking thirty twenty four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thirty twenty four does that. Yeah. Twenty seven twenty four. No, twenty seven twenty four won't do it. No. But yeah, I mean, I think we can get there. We just got over way over fifty four and a half playing the Raiders. Yeah, got more offensive firepower. Yeah, I think this is easily over fifty four. One hundred percent. It's got to be. I thought of that honestly. I'm thinking about being silly when we get to the next segment, but I'll hit you with Pancake Louie's parlay. Pancake Louie is going to. It seems like we're double dipping here on the locks. He's going. Oh look, we're similar thought here. He's got Seattle plus two and a half, Minnesota minus three, Buffalo, Kansas City over fifty four and a half. Dallas plus six. He has six and a half here, but it's six. Yes. 
Dallas plus six. That's plus. Oh, no, it is six and a half. Sorry. All right, six yeah, and a half. Yeah, yeah. That's, my plus. that's plus 11.49. Um, I got a little under parlay because I always do overs and they don't hit. Um, Can I cut you off really quick? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Through today, before this game started, unders are 58.7% in the NFL, the highest it's been in forever. All right, so yeah. I guess you feel good about it, or I feel good about it at least. So I got three games here. Um, I got Jags and Indy under 41 and a half. Um, that one's risky, but we'll see. I have Cleveland and New England minus 43 and a half, which I feel kind of good about. And then under, I have under 43 and a half. Under 43 yeah. and a half. And then I have Miami versus Minnesota under 45 and a half. I like that. Plus 596. Not bad. So I tried to go a safe route here. I went Tampa Bay minus eight and a half. San Fran money line. Rams minus 10. Plus 417. Yeah, that feels safe. Right? The Rams make me nervous, but they make me a little nervous, but like the Carolina might be the worst team in the NFL. Right. They might be picking first in the draft, which yeah. I never would. And they just fired their coach. <laughs> Imagine fucking going to 2018, 2018 NFL draft, like the day after the first round and being like, hey, five years from now, Baker and Donald are both going to be on the Panthers <laughs> and they're going to be picking first in the draft that year. Yeah. Wildness. It is Absolute wild. insanity. Everyone's favorite part of the show. Glizzy got yeah. pick of the week. Who's he got? The New England Patriots for Pancake Louie. Interesting. Do you want me to I go don't first hate it. or go. do you want to go first? Should we go at the same time? Yeah. You tell me. Yeah, we go at the same time. All right. Time. One, two, three. Jets. The New York Jets. Yeah, New York Jets. Yeah. Baby. For the fucking fifth yeah. consecutive it's not week. Consecutive, I think fourth or fifth. Fourth, maybe? It's got to be at least the fourth. I think it's at least the fourth yeah. because I picked them once they lost and then I picked them the last two weeks and they won. The last three weeks I picked the Jets. Yeah. We're doing it again. I think Green Bay matches up horrendously well, uh, horrendously poor against the Jets. That wide receiver situation, Sammy Watkins sucks, dude. Yeah, he's Cobb bad. is just old and a little slow. Yeah. Christian Watson's doing most of his damage catching end arounds and, and, and handoffs and stuff really like that. It's really just Dobbs. And, and even Dobbs is like, and Lazard, what, who... What are we doing? Like, yeah. These guys have been good so far. I'm taking my homerism out of it as much as I can. <laughs> I don't think there's a cornerback duo statistically that's better than them right now. But I could be wrong. But they're definitely in the top three of cornerback duos. Yeah, I would say so. The safety play has been cleaned up. Their front seven has been getting after it. The Packers look fucking lost out mm-hmm. there. They need Dora the Explorer <laughs> and Boots to come give them a map to the end zone, dude. I mean, if they're playing any sort of similar game to how they played the Giants, it's not even going to be as close as the Giant game yeah. was, in my opinion. And then maybe we're pressing panic button for the Packers if they drop two straight to the New York teams. Let's go fucking Jets, dude. Yeah, like, let's go Jets. If we're going to have a good year, and we both said it, who have we both made the most money on in the NFL this year? The Jets. The Jets, yeah, dude. The Jets and if and you're going to give me seven fucking points and the money line, and I keep I've won money on every single game they've won this year. I've won on. Mm. I'm th- think I'm three f- three and one when I bet on the Jets this year. I think there's only one game I didn't bet on them. No, no, I'm three and zero oh when I bet on the Jets this year. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. So yeah, I think the Jets they have a good shot. I don't think it's crazy. I don't yeah. think it's being a big fan. I think every year there's one team that just consistently doesn't get enough respect from the book, and we crush them. The first season of the show before you came on, mm-hmm. or you came on towards the playoffs, it was the Patriots, dude. We were like five and zero when we crushed the Patriots yeah. as a glizzy god. 
with uh, I think Cam Newton was the quarterback that year. Every year there's one team that just never seems to get any respect no matter what they do, no matter how bad the other team looks. Could the Packers crush them? Yeah, they should. They absolutely have to if they're going to make a deep playoff run. I don't see it happening. The weapon, like, so the problem with the Rams, they were a top-heavy team to begin with, right, on both sides of the ball. You lose Von Miller, you lose Odell. Now Van Jefferson's hurt. And they lo- and you lose the left tackle who- to retirement. And they look oh, fucking yeah. lost out there. Packers are another top-heavy team. For however many years, the defense let them down in the playoffs, mm-hmm. let Rodgers down. So they invested every asset that they had into making this defense formidable. And it is a very formidable defense. But the problem with that is we were just throwing the ball, force-feeding Devontae Adams the ball. And letting Aaron Jones eat yeah. when he could. Now Devonta Adams is gone. There's no suitable replacement for him. They didn't even. Rogers try. doesn't even seem like locked into these kids. No, and like care. you know what, dude? Maybe just Pat McAfee will give you a full time contract. Right. Just maybe call it quits if this is what yeah. it's going to be. You know. They they don't scare me. No, and I think the Jets like, can beat the Packers. You take away Devonta Adams, and you lose Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Say what you want about him, but... Deep threat. Yeah. Yeah. And you replace him. I get he trusts Cobb. I get that. Right. Fine. But, like... Cobb's old, like you said. And Watkins is another one of those guys where it's like... Every time a new team gets him, they're, like, excited about him. But it's he's been on six teams. Yeah. You know? It's been over for Watkins. I just don't know what to believe in, with this team. Like, I... I think the Jets have a really, really, really good shot. Especially they got to come out and punch them early. Yeah, put some points on the board and then have, put Aaron Rodgers in a position where he's got to hit that him. motherfucker too. Like you hit Bridgewater on the first play. <laughs> yeah. Send Sauce again, dude. Yeah, that was wild. Send Sauce <laughs> again. Hit that guy. Get him on the ground. Knock the ayahuasca back into his system. <laughs> Maybe we get him tripping or something, dude. I don't know. I'm all in. Fucking let's go, Jets. It's time. <laughs> To make some bets. I can't believe we almost forgot to do this, or I almost forgot to do this. It sounds like Jets are going to be on there. Uh, dude, I was thinking about being crazy. What do you want to do? Put the whole thousand on the over in the Bills Chiefs game. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't done something like this before, and no one else is here to tell Just us. Just double no. check me, but it, yeah, no one can. No one can tell us we're being silly. <laughs> no one can tell us no. Just double check me, but it should be like nine hundred and something. Let's see. I have eight sixty nine on here. A thousand to win eight sixty nine. Yeah, there we go. Minus one fifteen. That's so. It's minus one fifteen. All right. Yeah, that seems fun. <laughs> yeah, dude. Why the fuck? And maybe not? we'll win. <laughs> maybe we'll fucking win. This is a four o'clock game. Four o'clock game. Damn, they wouldn't put this in prime time. Wait a minute. That's the four o'clock game. Four thirty. Am I wrong? Buffalo, Kansas City, four twenty-five. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh. Yeah, I guess I was wrong. What? I thought that I thought I read that the Green Bay Jets game was the Fox game of the week this week, but that's the four twenty-five game. Yeah, it's so got to be, be that Bills game. Chiefs is yeah. the game of the week. Yeah. All right, so we're putting the whole thousand to win eight what? Eight sixty nine. Eight sixty nine. That's you heard it here first, yeah, folks. I mean, if there's my dad, my dad told me when you come up from the podcast, let me know what you think the safest bet in the league is this year. And I think this week, and I just it's either Tampa Bay minus eight and a half over the Steelers because yeah. the Steelers suck nuts, dude, or 
It's the Bills Chiefs over 54 and a half. I'm real excited that you were just like, yeah, let's do that. Well, yeah. Who's going to stop us? We're adults. Yeah. I we mean, have driver's licenses. When you said it before, I was like, this probably is the safest bet of the week. Like, you would think that over is going up I'd be by com- the time Sunday And, and I, here. it's the first NFL bet all season that I would be completely comfortable laying. How, I'll take all of my units for the whole weekend and just put them on that. And if, if I lose, I'd be like, what are you going to do? You know? Right. If, if, it, if I lose that bet, okay. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. No, you know, especially with unders hitting at the rate that they're hitting right now. I just can't see it. Chiefs were just in a shootout. I can't see this game not yeah. being a shootout. I think it's, it's these guys be love to throw the ball. And I think Allen and Mahomes are going to want to personally prove something. Yeah. You know, they know they're both one and two, if not, you know, vice versa. One A, one B. Exactly. I so. mean, Super Bowl trumps it, right? So one, one yeah. and two for now. Yeah. Seriously. Well, that's exciting. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I wonder maybe we'll win. We can fucking get this bankroll up. Yeah, maybe we'll win and we'll only be minus fucking 2,000 and something. That would be exciting. Make back all the losses that we lost last week. (laughs) Go points in the Bills-Chiefs game. Go Jets. Go Go Giants. Although we don't have any action on them this week because we're not that confident. That's a similar situation to the Packers game, though. Like, winnable. And if they win... The Ravens are fucking in trouble, dude. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's winnable. And like you look at game <sighs> I just one. I don't know. You look at game one, the 24 to 9 win over the Joe Flacco Jets. Mm. Seeing what we've seen, could Zach Wilson have beaten them? Maybe. Maybe. Probably. I mean, it could have been close. But then there's also the argument that he sat out the first three games and yeah. more time to watch and learn and who knows. We're not going to play that game, but I'm just saying we'll never know now because unless we yeah. see them again down the line, which would involve the Jets getting a playoff spot, we'll not, we're not going to know yeah. until maybe next year unless Lamar does what I said he might do and never play for the Ravens again. Could be. But I the Giants have a shot. Like I, The Ravens aren't world beaters. They do not. I mean, they scare you what they can do offensively. But they also don't scare me because of the nonsense with the going for it on fourth and down and going for it on two and fucking the two 17-point collapses they've already shown. Yeah, against Uh, Miami too. And the the G-men have already shown us that they'll fight back. They'll exploit those. They'll fight back. If you're going to let them back into a three-score game and with 10 minutes left, they'll take every opportunity you give them and – Ravens just don't seem good at maintaining momentum. And I don't know who, if it's on Harbaugh. I know it's not Lamar's fucking fault. No. I know I, I know whose fault it isn't. Lamar, Mark Andrews. Yeah. I think it's just because Lamar is making big plays and there's no receivers. There's no, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's no big play potential. Bateman. Unless Lamar runs for 50 yards. Or Mark Andrews catches a bomb. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Other than that, Bateman, Duvernay, if he plays, like... I think we got winnable games for the New York teams again. Big dogs. I hope so. Big yeah. shot at winning the games. Maybe I'll parlay the two of them. A big bong parlay? Yeah. A little big bong parlay. Feeling ballsy. All right. Anything else? No. I'm good. Yeah. That's the show. Brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Stay Thirsty Company, Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi D. Dinero, Dino Skate Park. Justin's Chop Shop of West Hampton Beach. Peace out. Stay tuned.